An evil person sends bombs to evil people. Little Debbie Snap Cakes Stabenow's ads get all the more delicious. And the glorious history of the Republican Party dismantling the Democratic Party, or as the Democratic Party likes to call it, rat effing. This is Zachary Kaveen, the Curious Christian, and these are Curious Conversations. Detroit is in the house! What's known as Western interest. You developing a conviction that there are some things so clear. It's worth to be about the glory of God. Some things so eternally true that they are worth dying for. Yeah. The first task is to get the believers to If a man has not discovered something that he will die for, he is to live. Alright guys, this is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian. If you'd be so kind as to follow me on Twitter, um, at Zachary Kameen, or um, add me on Facebook at Zachary Kameen, or uh, email me at ZacharyKameen at Yahoo.com, and also uh, subscribe, like this uh, podcast. Uh, So let's get started, and... First thing on the agenda is, of course, what what do I think about uh, this bomber? Well, for one, I think that uh, anyone who has the gall to think that their life is more important than another, so as to um, cowardly send a bomb to their house, then there's something wrong with that person, right? Uh, if uh, you don't recognize that we are made in the image of God. We are, uh, by nature, made with integrity. Uh, then there's a huge issue with you if you're going to just go send bombs to their house, right? So, uh, now this isn't to say that I think that uh, our, pres- or our former president, uh, Barack Obama, was a good person or that Hillary Clinton is a good person, or that George Soros is a good person, or Susan Collins is a good person, or anyone who gets death threats uh, bombs sent to their house, uh, ricin sent to their house, in the example of Susan Collins. Uh, these are wrong things to do, but I'm not, not, but I'm not gonna say that, oh, these are perfect people who are being persecuted by evil people. It's like, no, they're evil people too, uh, we're all evil. So this was this is something interesting that I talked to a co-worker about yesterday uh, who is a part of the Democratic Party, who votes Democratic on a consistent basis. She is a consistent uh, Democratic supporter. And I asked her, and I will ask you now, uh, do you believe that people are basically good and she said with a resounding she answered with a resounding yes and I said that's your problem and she looked at me weird and she was like what do you mean and I'm like well uh, I've noticed with the Democratic Party especially uh, that they teach their people that or they're taught 
in their church or whatever, uh, that people are basically good, uh, that they're born good, that they are uh, good by nature. And I said, and this is a problem. And she was like, well, what do you mean? Well, I will tell you what you mean, because I'm sure you're asking the same thing. And like, when you say that somebody's basically good, and then that person who's basically good does bad things, well, who is to blame, right? Uh, well, if you think you're naturally good, well, then that means you have to be nurtured into being bad. So you blame, uh, you blame parents, you blame uh, the media, you blame video games, you blame the schooling, you blame, so you blame the education. Uh, you blame something that, saying that the evil that's in you came from without and you are you know and so not only will we blame you for your crime but we will also blame any influences any external uh, influences in your life for uh, making you that way so when these bombings happened the Democratic Party blamed uh, our president's rhetoric for uh, these bombs being sent to the houses because their belief is that this bomber is naturally good but because of the rhetoric of uh, our president they turned bad and they wouldn't have done so if it wasn't for the president's rhetoric and she said yeah of course and I was like no not of course I was like, this is the, a major difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. The Republicans say that a person is uh, naturally evil. We are by nature evil people. And that uh, the only good thing that's in us is by the grace of God uh, or by education. So we say that the good things in us come from without. Uh, the only good within us and so we argue whether or not that's education or whatnot but so our point would be is that no this bomber this guy who sent bombs to Hillary Clinton's house to uh, Obama's house to George Soros's house uh, if George Soros's bombers um, if any of them are linked to each other right uh, the one who sent rice into Susan Collins Republicans house uh, if any of those are linked to each other, then uh, it's because it was an evil person sending bombs. Now, that's, and so, and though I sympathize with Susan, Susan Collins, with um, Hillary Clinton, with Bill Clinton, with uh, the Obamas, with even George Soros, right? Uh, that doesn't make them good people. Everybody's evil. Uh, and so you say, well, does that mean that it's okay to do this? Like, no, because they're still made in the image of God. And so you're, since we're all evil, not one of us gets to decide to hurt the other one because we're equally evil, right? Uh, and even if we did something warranting death, like rape or uh, murder, right? Then even with that, we would have it wouldn't be on the private citizen to do something about it. It would be up to elected officials. It would be up to those to whom God has given authority to do. And we know who has authority to do it by God because we elect them to do it. 
uh, that's what the um, scriptures teach and I'm gonna uh, and that's what we're going to follow at least that's what I'm gonna follow and that's since you're listening to my podcast it doesn't really matter what your opinions are because my opinions don't matter either it's only about what the Word of God says uh, next we're going to talk about Debbie Stabenow's uh, most recent uh, advertisement but beforehand uh, let's make a little bit of money uh, so uh, many of you guys are uh, starting to wind down from the summer feeling exhausted feeling cold getting them allergies going uh, have you considered supplementing your uh, diet your food intake with supplements of vitamins minerals and phytonutrients uh, this um, to build a strong foundation with the ultimate dietary supplement when you're getting enough um, daily nutrients from the food alone uh, Neutralite supplements help fill in the gaps. You could um, get the ultimate multivitamin, uh, Neutralite's double X supplement, um, which comes with a 31 day supply um, in one case. And then you can also start getting the refill packs after that, or the ultimate foundation pack from Neutralite, the perfect pack. Um, each packet contains double X vitamin, mineral, and phytonutrient supplement, concentrated fruits and vegetables, and a balanced health omega um, supplement. And that again is a a, a 31 day pack, or 31 day box. Uh, Get those things, uh, also to do such things, to look up those things, go to amway.com forward slash Zachary Kameen, that is um, A-M-W-A-Y dot com forward slash Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y K-A-M-I-N. So moving on. So Debbie Stabenow's most recent uh, ad has been rather enjoyable uh, for it is unloads it's meant to be enjoyable and it's getting close to the next couple uh month or getting close to the end of the election cycle and it's about to be election day and she's feeling the heat and she you know basically is fighting for her existence uh in a manner of speaking she needs to win in her mind and so what she's been doing is she's come out with uh, ad basically saying you know she's a wonderful person and that uh, she's gonna fight for us and she's going to uh, help get us our jobs and that's all and well and good and but she's been saying that for 43 years okay uh, right or wrong his in the last 43 years has Michigan gone up or gone down well in one sense, I mean, I'm, o- I'm only 26 years old, so I can only account for probably about 10 years of that because of not really paying attention before that. Uh, but I can attest to, uh, you know, I can I can attest to those years. And sure, uh, things are better, I would say, now 10 years from, or 10 years later than it was 10 years ago, right? Uh, 
but that's 10 years. What happened 10 years ago? Well, what happened 10 years ago is the Republicans took over the uh, governor's office here in uh, Michigan, the state office. Uh, Rick Snyder took over the uh, governorship, and the Republicans helped or maintained the uh, the Congress, the state Congress, and um, so they had begun to uh, ramp up their abilities, right? They've begun to ramp up their uh, getting jobs in here, uh, fixing the infrastructure and whatnot. And so uh, the question becomes, well, what about those other 32 years when she was you know, elected, right? When she was in office, why didn't she fix it? Like she's swearing up and down that she's going to be able to fix it now. She's trying to take credit for Republican work for the last 10 years. <laughs> and that's a no-go, right? Uh, John James has done more in 10 years as a soldier and as a private citizen, simply making jobs at his own company than she has done. Uh, <clears throat> she might even take credit for what's going to happen in the next couple years because uh, Rick Snyder just recently uh, got more jobs coming over here from uh, China. He made uh, deals with companies over there that took jobs from us uh, to uh, reinvest uh, money back into Michigan. And of course, that means that we're going to get another job spike. And she'd probably take credit for that. But no, it was the hard work of a Republican uh, state legislators. Uh, that being said, uh, she's got in the ad uh, that I cannot seem to find, which is a very depressing uh, thing. Uh, she uh, has all kinds of people, you know, praising her. She has a apprentice, right? She has a manufacturing apprentice person uh, on there and she has a couple business owners on there and that's not to say that there's not apprentices uh, unioners uh, business owners that don't like Debbie Stavenon. I already said in my last uh, video she is a likable person my point is that she is a useless person when it comes to uh, the political realm. She is not a, in, she's not a fighter. She is a live and let live type of person. We don't need that for Michigan in Washington D.C. Uh, so that's where I stand with that. Now, the the moment that you've been all waiting for, the the glorious uh, history of the Republican Party. But before that. must uh, tell you that it is uh, slightly controversial. You may disagree, and that is absolutely fine. You can totally agree or disagree with me, and I'm not going to call you Hitler. Uh, I'm, not that, I'm not that cool to be able to say such uh, silly things. Uh, Kanye West can say silly things like that. Uh, the president can say silly things like that. 
Uh, Jim Acosta thinks he can say things like that, but I cannot say things like that. Uh, so, the glorious history of the Republican Party of dismantling the Democratic Party. Now, why do I say the Democratic Party? Well, so, so when uh, the history is, is that uh, before the Republican and the Democratic parties split, before uh, Ward, or before FDR, the Republican and the Democratic Party were basically linked at the hip. Uh, FDR split the two, or well, it wasn't him, but he was the first Democratic president. And so I like to use him as the milestone, as it were, of uh, the Democratic Party coming of age. But even before that, it used to be the Democratic Republican Party or the Republican Democratic Party, right? Until they split up. Uh, what's interesting about that is that uh, all the Klansmen, all the KKK members, were in the uh, the vast majority were in the uh, Democratic Party, and so this is um, shown by also you can see almost all of the uh, black uh, congressmen and, and senators in history. Uh, any politician was a Republican politician. It was not a Democrat politician because they were, uh, because, I mean, the Democratic Party was full of Klansmen. And you don't exactly want to be a part of a party that doesn't even think you should be able to vote. Uh, that being said, in the 1960s and 70s, uh, when the Civil Rights Act um, passed, uh, the Republican Party went to town redistricting these areas in the South and also in uh, the Rust Belt, where the KKK was starting to get its influence in. They started putting in roots in Detroit and in on parts of Ohio and in Pennsylvania and Iowa and all these uh, places that weren't necessarily about the Klan's members, but uh, they were becoming more and more influential in those areas. Uh, so a lot of the uh, congressmen and whatnot, the leaders in those areas uh, were starting to, you know, there were pockets. And so the Republican commission started to uh, redistrict and in one sense gerrymander crack and pack out the and disperse the Klansmen to make sure that they couldn't win elections anymore which is great because it's actually made many of them to move away uh, from uh, Michigan and the Rust Belt and whatnot so like if you Google uh, you know, clan influence type of thing, or where clans are influential. There's very uh, few around here, uh, or around the Rust Belt, and that is hugely due to Republicans uh, moving them out. Uh, I bring up this because I'm reading a book called Rat Effing. I will not say the word because I'm too nice. Uh, and it is basically a democratic critique of, uh, the Republicans doing 
the rad effing, which means basically it's a political term meaning uh, dirty deeds, of which I mean kind of goes with territory of just that name. Uh, and they try to paint it in a light as if it's just because Republicans wanted power. And I'm not going to deny Republicans want power. And that's, to me, totally fine. But the person in the... Uh, if you're a good leader, it's perfectly fine. But the person in the book leaves that little tidbit out that the Democrats were the party of the Ku Klux Klan and its sympathizers. They leave that out, but yet, okay, so I, I only want to make this uh, segment because the book first, or starts introducing, uh, they put it, white, uh, white conservative Democrats who were, uh, you know, moderate centrists. They put it that way. But they leave out the part where they were racist Klansmen, where they were very sympathetic to those type of people, which is a huge issue, you know, because, well, you're a white Klansman, right? Uh, but they don't talk about that. They talk about how, oh, look how mean the Republicans were. They got rid of one of their, uh, a key ally um, and now we've got socialists and it's all the Republicans fault that we're so, it, the left is so entrenched now. Uh, I don't deny that uh, it did create a void when they when the uh, Republicans kicked out the Klansmen, but a lot in that the communists uh, filled that void. But I don't think anybody would deny it when they know the history of why they, the Republicans did what they did. I don't think anyone would deny that what they did, was probably the right thing to kick out uh, white, as they put it, white conservative Democrats, aka Klansmen, uh, and got uh, black congressmen in by writing up or ungerrymandering the uh, districts that kept uh, black politicians from getting elected. Uh, I could go on. I would love to go on, but I'm already going long, and I don't feel like holding up any more of your time. Uh, if you want to read the book, uh, Rat Effing, uh, by all means, you can. I don't recommend it uh, personally because it's. I don't enjoy the book. I'm reading it because one of my coworkers asked me to, and I'm doing that uh, despite my own wishes because I am kind. Uh, blessings on your day. Uh, this is, again, Zachary Kameen, and you can follow me on Twitter at Zachary Kameen, and you can follow me on Facebook at Zachary Kameen, and email me at ZacharyKameen at Yahoo.com. Blessings on your day, and continue the conversation.